Welcome to The Unstoppable Singer. I'm your host, Danielle Tucker, a professional vocalist, vocal coach, and a lead singer of the Mighty Untouchables Band. I'm also the producer and host of the Pandemic Proof Singer Summit and The Unstoppable Singer. The Unstoppable Singer follows the lives of real professional singers who've made incredible achievements in their lives and careers. We cover everything from voice work, making money, booking gigs, songwriting, recording, session work, and more. If you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another podcast. Now on with the show. Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome back to another empowering episode of the Unstoppable Singer podcast. I am your host, Danielle Tucker. I'm a singer, a vocal coach, and a lead singer with the Mighty Untouchables Band. The Unstoppable Singer is a live interview style show where we dive into the lives of real professional singers who have achieved incredible feats in their careers. And we explore the challenges and the triumphs that come along with a life under the lights. And we learn what being unstoppable truly means to them. So if you are passionate about music and the stories of remarkable artists, then you're in the right place. Stick around because I'm going to introduce my wonderful guest. Get ready to be inspired uh, as we dive into the extraordinary journey of Tiffy Jane Maddox, a true musical dynamo. From her debut on stage at age Four years old to her soulful performances, band tours, and studio music, Tiffy's story is one of unstoppable passion. Uh, graduating from the Musicians Institute fueled her love for soul music and songwriting, but that's not all. Tiffy's recent adventure into motherhood unveiled the incredible impact of music on her daughter's development, sparking her mission. Creating both online and in-person music classes for kids and adults, Tiffy is nurturing the next generation of music enthusiasts. Don't miss the chance to discover the heartwarming journey of a singer who's spreading joy through the magic of music. Let me bring her on. Hello, my friend. Hi. Hi, my friend. Okay, so I don't know. I'm not pregnant, but that was making me emotional. Oh. You were so sweet. That was such a beautiful <laughs> write-up. Thank you so much. Hey, it's it's so true. It's so well-deserved. So uh, nice. I was thinking as I was reading, I was like, I, I can't exactly remember the last time you were on, but it was a couple years ago. Yeah. And things have radically changed in your life. There's there's a lot of uh-oh, I think you just muted. Uh-oh. Yeah. You, you, your mic is muted. Let's see if I can help. Oh, unmute mic. Or it's, un or it's disconnected. You mean the button that said mute? Oh. <laughs> you mean that button? That button. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I'm going to check out my AirPod because I was feeling like I want the people on Instagram to be able to hear us, hear your voice too. It mutes it. Oh, so we won't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Instagram. No, You're okay. just going to only hear my voice. <laughs> um, yes, life is a lot, a lot different. I think the last time we spoke, I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So there's at least that. Um, so more than two years ago. Yeah. My word. Well, yeah. let's do this. Let's talk about where you were at then, what life as a singer looked like then. Because you would also moved recently. So you right. kind of changed your whole environment and you were reestablishing yourself in your new place. Um, yes. And then along comes baby. So let's talk about then versus what your singing Perfect. career looks like now. Yeah. Beautiful. So you're exactly right. Um, I've actually now been in Colorado for five years, which seems insane. I feel mm -hmm. like it has been maybe a year or two I could wrap my mind around, but five seems wild. Um, so yes, so I had uh, moved there, I uh, moved here and was working with the same company that I was working with in San Diego for corporate events and weddings and things like that. Uh, they have a location, they have a different band out here. Mm -hmm. So um, I was grateful to be able to uh, join their company, their version of this company, uh, and was doing that very full time as I did in San Diego. I would still come back to San Diego quite a bit to work with my old like OG band, um, Tiffany Jean and the Kicks in San Diego. And I haven't found that same likeness here. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely work with people and collaborate and do studio singing, which I have 
just like the utmost love for. I adore being in the studio so much. Do you feel that way too? I love it. It Studio singing is a whole different ball game to me. Totally. It's a different feeling. It's a different, I find it very challenging, sometimes a little intimidating, but exhilarating. Okay. I love it. I do love I it. I love that. I love that you do it, <laughs> even though it feels intimidating. I love that so much. For me, it feels um, a lot more calm and a lot more safe and a lot more comfy mm. than live performance. Yeah. Okay. And um, so anyway, so I did a little bit more. I kind of have turned a little bit more into that side here, mm-hmm. um, working with other songwriters um, on their projects, on my projects, kind of getting a little bit more in Rudy stuff. But then I was pregnant and the pandemic and all of that. And it made me really slow down a lot, which was great because um, not a lot of people get to do that when they're pregnant and Mm -hmm. I didn't have a choice. So it was fantastic. I got to be really present. Um, And I did gig like eight weeks after she was born. um, And I was like, I'm not ready. It was Mm -hmm. a really big realization. Whoa, super not ready. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only like, you know, your own body responses, but um, and COVID was still really a thing. Um, and so gigging looked a lot different. Yeah. Um, and, and had a level of fear to it. Um, and a fear to bring home to a, another human. Um, but that kind of shifted my perspective and was like, well, if you're not going to do that, what are you going to do? And a lot of it has always been like, it was the last time that I talked to you. I still really enjoy, um, I don't know what you would call it, the YouTube vloggy life. I just Mm -hmm. don't do it very much because my God, I just don't know. First of all, I'm not that interesting and I don't do very much anymore. (laughs) But also I think there's like a balance of, you know, making sure that like my, my daughter's name is Penelope and making sure that she has like her own autonomy and her own space. And like, I definitely post her by no means am I, um, you know, just have her face covered and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely post her and her um, adorableness and wit and how smart she is. But um, I don't want to have a camera in her face all day long. Right. So, yeah. and then what am I editing? And then all of those. And what am I, am I setting up lighting? I'm most certainly not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's kind of taken a back burner too. Um, and I really, um, this year have almost not gigged at all. My husband, um, has a very fancy, impressive, spacey, working on spaceships, literally, I'm not like even exaggerating, literally working on spaceships, um, job that's over the weekends. Uh-huh. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And, um, it's 12 hour shifts over the weekend. And so we had like a really real conversation of like this, uh, time with Penelope is really sacred and, uh, she's, she's not going to be two forever, but there will most certainly be gigs forever. Yes. So, uh, I, I take gigs few and far between. I take them usually when they end at like a more humane hour, um, when they're not more than two hours away. Cause in Colorado, a lot of the gigs are in the mountains. Uh huh. You know, who doesn't want to get married? Like, oh, I'm on top of a mountain in Colorado with the snowfall. Like, of course. Yes. <laughs> I've taken ski lifts to gigs before, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a different thing. But, uh, but that means like if something happened or if I was needed, um, I'll see you in like two to three hours. Ah, uh, yes. So um, that risk, I take like a lot of um, the downtown gigs and things like that, things that are shorter um, or closer. Uh, but Overall, um, I've just, uh, I've really had time to slow down and to sit in motherhood. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge gift. It's a huge gift from my husband. It's a huge gift from the universe. It's a huge gift um, that I I will say, I, I without sounding cocky, that I'm also giving myself um, mm-hmm. of sometimes it might be nice to go out and gig, but um, it also means that I miss a day with her or I miss an evening or I miss a nighttime or bedtime. You know this more than most people in the world. Um, And sometimes I think that that's really healthy and really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the fact that I get the primary amount of my time uh, to be able to be of service to her um, to be a safety, to be a consistent, um, 
music isn't gone. It's just a pause. Yeah. It's a pause. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's, and I still, you know, it sounds drama. I still do gig here and there, but uh, most certainly not weekly and not even monthly now. Yeah. Uh, so life looks very different. Uh, sometimes I have to come down here into the basement and sing and sing passionately and loudly and feel the feels of, wow, I haven't really sang in a long time, even though I teach vocalists almost every day. It's different to sing for yourself. It's different to sing uh, your own music. It's different to sing um, something you want to sing too. Yeah. Um, But a little segue on that too is while being a mama, I, uh, I see the impact that music has on a really growing teeny tiny spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only does that help her, you know, with her expression, does that help with joy and with dancing and cute moments? It also like really affects her speech and really affects uh, her memorization mm-hmm. um, big time. So in the midst of, and I, I feel like I've been talking for 17 hours. That's okay. Go on. Okay. Go ahead and tell me, like, what do you want to say? Something? <laughs> uh, okay. So in the midst of really having this gift of motherhood and, and, and uh, still being really passionate about music and trying to find a way where um, I don't necessarily have to be separate from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I create, I recently created this business motto called Penelope's Melodies. Mm-hmm. So her name is Penelope. Um, and it's for littles and a significant person in their life. So there's not an age limit or cap. There's not a, you know, you ha- they have to be able to stand or they have to be able to speak. Um, but there's also not, well, they're not a baby, so they can't join this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, one of the massive callings I had to do this, apart from, I, childcare is so expensive. Right. <laughs> and so like, oh, I'm going to leave for this job and make $2 to the hour while I'm paying somebody else. There's that. Yes. Um, I also saw how, uh, I, how my, let's see, I don't want to sound like I have the answer, all the answers because I def- most certainly don't, but I wanted to share the ways that I felt like we excelled and the ways that we overcame hurdles. And one of the biggest ones was speech. Um, she can com- communicated to me really, really young um, when she needed things or she felt things. We had sad, we had hungry, we had uh, hurt, we had all different kinds of things really, really, really young. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 months, 11 months, 12 months. Um, and a lot of that was singing. A lot of that was music. Yeah. And seeing how some other uh, people in my world would communicate that like, man, I just wish that they could tell me what was wrong yeah. or tell me what was ailing them. Right. right. Telling me what they were wanting. What, okay. You want what you want, what? Right. So, so much of our success was through music and having speech um, and music be connected. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring that to other people should they feel comfortable or led to. And I've only done one online lesson and one in-person lesson. Um, but my gosh, it's really, it's really, I've seen anyone from six months, well, not even six months, they were almost six months, to five and a half years old in these okay. group lessons. So the current challenge is how to make sure that that five and a half year old doesn't go, this is so baby, I'm so not here for uh, this. Yeah. But also that this six month old doesn't go like, or the mama or the dada or the gunkle or the grandpa or the nanny <laughs> or whoever is here bringing them doesn't go like, so they like definitely can't do that. They can't even walk. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> right. So that's a big challenge right now that I had my fir- in my first two classes is making sure that what we're teaching utilizes a range of age. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pause for a second and I would love to hear what you experienced as a mama with two very capable, very expressive, beautiful girls in your world. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I think when my girls came along, they were very close in age. And so how old were your girls? 
they were 20 months apart. They're nine and 10 years old now. Bless you, angel. <laughs> and there angel. were challenges to that. And also, you know, uh, a, a lot of things. bonus sure. things. They, they were built totally. in entertainment for one another. And, nice. um, you know, they, they were Ashley, my oldest, she's, she was very expressive, you know, from the yeah. get go, but she kind of, when Anna came along, um, she kind of took the reins for Anna, you know, and, and expressed and communicated for her on her behalf a lot of the time. So it's, okay. I think that's been the most interesting thing with having the two girls is, uh, learning that balance between them, you know, and, and how Absolutely. they learn to communicate. And, um, you know, music is something that I've kind of introduced into their lives, mostly on their terms, you know, they've just, there's no way of them escaping it, you know, in this household. Right. So they, they've just, you know, just from being in this environment have been exposed to it, but I didn't, I don't have it in me to be like, you know, this is, this is what you're going to do. You have to do voice lessons or, or, you know, piano lessons or anything like that. I just wanted them to naturally gravitate towards what they wanted to do. And so, you know, in, in the music studio here, they have free reign to come in here and play anything they want at any what? time, set up the mic, do whatever they want. But, um, but they're, they're into it. They're really into it. They're great singers. They're great dancers. And so I'm just lucky that, yeah, <laughs> that they, they took to it, you know? Gosh, I couldn't agree with you anymore on, uh, like I grew up with uh, a single mama who was a singer, actress, dancer, director extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Um, and none of it was ever forced. I yeah. wish almost, I'm like, why did you let me stop piano? Because yeah. the thing yes. Gosh, I wish I had never stopped piano. Um, and I, because it's just harder to learn as an adult and there's time. It just takes longer, right? But thank goodness that she didn't because I ha still have that crave, want, dream, need to pick up the mm -hmm. instrument, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and didn't ever have forced voice lessons, anything like that. Um, so music was always, yes, around, but chosen. Yeah. I love that for Penelope too. Mm -hmm. And for any, any bub that I, that I teach, like, I never want anybody that I teach to go, oh, I have voice lesson today. Yeah. Yes, of course. Lord. Yeah. No. Yeah. And as kids, it really, I mean, it's my belief that it's, it's all got to be very like play-based and fun and, and, you know, cause you never want to be that, you don't want to be that person that influences them in the other direction where they're like, oh, you know. Absolutely. I hated piano lessons. I, my mom made me do this. It was embarrassing. It was traumatizing. You know? I have yeah. a lot of those clients come to me of, I was forced to take voice or I did this recital and at my recital blank happened. I wish I had never done that. And then like 25 years later, they're like, I'm afraid to sing, but I still want to sing, but I'm afraid to sing. Right. Right. Yeah. And so exactly. there's a lot of time spent repairing the heart of a spirit that has been humiliated or forced or who someone who wasn't ready yeah um and that's always a shame that's always heartbreaking i mean i just had not too long ago a couple of months ago somebody a woman in her late 50s join and be like i was in choir when i was eight and um the choir director and her friends made fun of me when i had mm -hmm. a solo and so I just haven't sang it ever since. Mm -hmm. And she's naturally very gifted. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's odd because you're very gifted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I either think to myself, that wasn't about you, but it felt about you. Yeah. Or if that was um, their way of feeling important, that was their own kind of soul journey to go on for themselves. Um because nobody looks at a child and makes fun of the fact that they're singing anything. Right. All I think of is how adorable they mu they must be, or how impressed you are that they're capable of doing what they're doing, standing up on a stage. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. We never, and you know, as adults, we we don't we take for granted how 
little ones perceive our reactions to the things that they're doing where when we're laughing, we're, we're laughing out of sheer delight and just like joy and entertainment, you know, but to a sensitive little one that can be received totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. A two-year-old will look at me. I'll start giggling. And it's sometimes over pure, like, Im like I'm impressed by her own natural magic that I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know where you got that verbiage or how you're doing what you're doing, but like, I'm laughing just of like, oh my God, like you magic soul. And she'll go, oh. Yeah. No, 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 you're perfection. I was <laughs> yeah. in awe of your perfection for a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and I think that that's always like a really seeing seeing her uh, responses to things reminds me um, of how my own responses to my own life go too, mm -hmm. you know, um, and how that may affect her as well. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, these music classes aren't anything performance-based or anything like that. This is um, really my, my uh, adoration of being a mama and my adoration of music and trying to bring those two together. Mm -hmm. uh, and then this like other kind of, of realm of wanting to be in service mm -hmm. and how I, I used to get that fulfillment through performing live of mm -hmm. that was maybe somebody's wedding or somebody's bat mitzvah or bar mitzvah or uh, changing of command or whatever and to be of service of celebrating somebody's really huge life moment mm -hmm. and that part is no longer a part of my life 75 percent of the time yeah that it used to be and so seeing uh what are ways that i could help um another mama and or dada or grandparent again sometimes i'll go to just parent which isn't fair but uh adult um that's caring for sorry my older dog is barking right now that's totally <laughs> me um older person in this significant this little one's life yeah. um how uh lost my train of thought <laughs> uh, <laughs> shoot, 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 how, oh, how we could overcome a hurdle for them for like uh, processing uh, really big emotions mm -hmm. or learning letters or signs if um, speaking is something that's going to happen later for them um, or just even like uh, teaching an internal rhythm. And mm -hmm. that's been something big, something after our first class, one of the little sweet six-month-old bubs was kind of um non-expressive mm -hmm. um and her mama was telling me that she hadn't ever seen her dance before mm -hmm. and she doesn't coo and she doesn't and that's fine sometimes they don't coo or make sounds until they're three right like, whatever their timing is but that, then like taking home some of those things that we did um there's like an internal rhythm and a mm -hmm. And the joy and the yeah. um so even if it's just something that small as in like or like to uh I put signs along with some of the music that we do and um that can bridge that gap for some mm -hmm. of them as well. Mm -hmm. Um and honoring one of the things is honoring uh their version of the sign, right? So if um this is like music or song, but maybe they do this and you go, yes, yes, song. Uh -huh you know you honor theirs you don't go no it's not that it's this right mm -hmm. continuing to honor that and that that can be communication you know that your kid is saying play music I want to dance right mm -hmm. or if this is for more and they do more and they say mm, yes that can be more mm -hmm. um I can geek out on this pretty for a pretty long time um but anyway, just hearing some of that back from other families has been remarkably feeding mm -hmm. um, in a way that I just haven't had in a while because, yeah. Uh, yeah, just life has taken all those different turns. So um, what I usually do when somebody inquires is I want to know um, how old they are, what they're working on at this moment. A lot come back to say like regulating emotions and speech. Those are like mm -hmm. the really big two.
two big ones that uh, I have. Um, And I think that they are 100% tied together. Yeah. Okay. They are, uh, they're frustrated because they can't speak because you're not understanding. So overall, I think sing songies, music, rhythm uh, can lead to communication so mm-hmm. quickly so uh for instance if i go out of order of a song of abcs or something my girl can't really necessarily identify those letters but she has this is an a this is an a uh, uh, uh. she's got that mm-hmm. but if i go which one is the c after the a she's like I need a second. And then this is see, right? And that's okay yeah. for right now. That's okay for right now. But mm-hmm. how instrumental that music has been uh for her to to learn some of the basics, as we would say. Yeah. So that's my current little adventure right now. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's amazing. I'm really um <clears throat> I'm really fascinated by just the journey that led up to something that seems so like just such a nice, natural, organic progression for you to move into, you know, this program that you're developing um, because, you know, I knew you before and and after, and I definitely Colorado before a lot of, yeah. And knowing what the working singer life is like and what, I mean, I won't speak for you, but I, I would imagine that your situation had been very similar to mine where life as a working singer, pre-children, you it's such a hustle. It's such a, it's so, um, self-focused, yes. <laughs> so, much yes. so much like you, the, we always have that fear of missing out on work. So we're taking any and everything we we want to stay relevant constantly and um that, that's just it's a way it becomes a way of being and but then when a child comes along it just automatically it's like it flips the switch in you that just changes you know your whole set of priorities and really really what you care about at the core i mean i often felt very torn Tell me if you felt this way. When I had um, my first daughter, I felt very guilty on both sides. Like I felt the mom guilt that like I still have this drive to pursue, you know, my ambitions and everything. But then being in the mom's shoes, I felt like, gosh, am I just letting my whole career go? You know, and it, it was like finding that weird balance, but I knew where my heart truly was. And there was a little bit of like grieving that past dream, but then moving into and settling into just a new chapter of life. And it sounds like you've really, you know, journeyed that same path. Love every, absolutely every single thing that you said, a hundred percent 10 times over. Mm-hmm. And I give you ginormous kudos. I look at your social medias all the time and think, oh my word, I can't imagine the work it takes for the balance that you have created in your life. So huge kudos to you. Huge. Okay. You're setting such an, a remarkable example to your girl showing about how you can really be that person for them in their world and really pursue your passions and really provide and really do the damn thing. So I've got a lot to learn from you for sure. Um, Because uh, for right now, as you said, like a lot of things shift priority wise. Um, and I think you, you you said something along the lines of like what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my goodness. So many things that used to have such pertinence for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems so absurd. <laughs> and and like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm so <laughs> like, I like, or like, okay, next. Like, remember, there's a human who like needs to be fed and educated and loved and heard and held and like is going to be instrumental in the next generation. Mm-hmm. 
yeah yeah uh i i often think to myself when i'm in bed and i know that like you don't you are working so hard at like 10 30 i'm like can you imagine if i was on my first set still like i think that to myself like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, right. i did that prohibition hustle in san diego that 9 30 to 1 30 constantly that martinis about fourth 9 30 to 1 30 or 8 30 to 1 30 i think um and i think to myself like oh my god i would just be i would either be done just starting ending my first set or starting my second set mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way oh, i'm gonna sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah I, 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 that part of life seems, and then like to, um, I had a, I had a conversation with my husband when I basically took off this year, mm-hmm. when I wrote the corporate, um, company that I work for saying like, Hey, so my husband is taking this new job and it's over the weekends and we don't have any family in the state. We now have one of his cousins who's like two hours away, almost mm-hmm. two hours away. And, but she's got her boys and her whole life and a nine to five and all these things. Um, and I'm, I, I, I'm trepidatious about people that are with her. That mm-hmm. um, My husband wakes up 4.30 in the morning. Um, so he cannot be up until 2.30 in the morning when I get home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh I'm, these are the times that I could possibly take some and they need to, they would need to be here. Um, and I totally understand if that takes me off the roster. I hope that there's no blacklist thing going on. I'm always so <laughs> grateful to work with you all, blah, 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 blah. And after I sent it, I had just such huge panic. Hmm. I have never broadcasted. I was unavailable for the most part. Um, and I was like, what if they never work with me again? Yeah. What if, because uh, there'll always be somebody else. There will always be. Mm-hmm. Um, there will always be someone hungry. There will always be somebody willing. There will always be uh, the love and passion to do it. It's also a privilege in that level of corporate, as you know. It's, um, you're not you're not getting that at the pub down the street. Um, so if they didn't take me back, then am I starting over? Um and he really sat with me and was like, well, first of all, you know, we can always try to figure out something. We can hire somebody. We can do it this. We can do it that. But I but I know you and I know you want to be with her. Like mm-hmm. I do. I don't want all putting her to bed. And uh, if she calls out for me, I don't want to not be there. Um, and he was like, with your work ethic and how long you've been in this business, there's no way that you saying, and hey, now I am available to be hireable again, to to work with you all again, if you will have me, and that they're going to go, no, you were a mom for a second. We're never going to work with you again. Hmm. Um, and, I, I, you know, I, part of my mind still battles that a little bit. I will be honest. Mm-hmm. Part of me goes, oh, yeah, but – 15 other women in town go, there's a spot. Great. You know, mm-hmm. or humans, humans. And, and uh, we'll get there when we get there. But, yes. says, but ultimately, if they do have that idea of, well, she's done for us then because she took this year, then that's not where you want to spend your time. Right. Right. But, wow. Really fair on that one, homie. Really fair on that one. Um and so I just really sat with myself for a while of like, what do I really know at the end of the day I really love? And I think I talked to you about this the last time, actually. Um, it's not live performance. I love singing. Mm-hmm. And I love raising humans. Um, and I love being a part of the growth of humans. Any age. Brand new to the woman in her late fifties. So I definitely want to still teach, which I said to myself, I would never do. <laughs> never just really said that as a teen that, and just growing up around it. You yeah. Know? Um, but I do really get so much fed to myself from seeing somebody else's artistry evolve and yeah. um, celebrate their wins. Um, 
like I have a whole fleet of my bubs that have gone off to college this year. Mm. It's so amazing and so exciting. And this is just, oh, they're wicked talented and it's just so cool to see. But then also like moms um, that take lessons with me, that's like, that's their sacred time. Uh, and they're yeah. to feed their creativity. And then like this new really cool adventure where I get to be around these teeny tiny humans that are not only just precious, but super evolving and that I get to be a part of the success in their household. Mm-hmm. That feels really, really good. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Lovely. I'm, I love it. I'm teaching still. I'm gigging very, 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 very really. And I'm starting this Penelope's Melodies. I do it every other Saturday. Uh, every other one is online and the other weeks are in person, obviously in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no age cap. Mm-hmm. And are these group classes that you're doing or is it just all one-on-one? Yeah, all group. Mm-hmm. All group. Uh, I think one of the benefits I saw in the in-person, because it's just, this is brand new for me, is um, the love bugs being able to interact with each other is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really amazing for their like social cognitive abilities. Um, online, we try to recreate that the best that we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, like one of the, my biggest hurdles right now is like, I don't know about if you know about the Miss Rachel of the world. Miss Rachel's on YouTube and she's just a magical teacher of glory uh, for little bubs. And I'm like, how can I make sure I'm not, <laughs> what do I bring oh, Yes, I do know that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> so um, the only thing that I have for an answer of that right now is I try to customize in that questionnaire um, mm-hmm. the things about them personally. So they get their name, their age, their things they like, you know, so if it's Grant and he likes trucks, we make sure we do um, a song about trucks for Grant. Mm. Or um, if it's Penelope and she has green eyes, we talk about her green eyes. Or Mm. if Luna's working on sitting up, we really make a really big deal about the fact when Luna ends up sitting up on her own for a second. So it's that personalized uh, part of it that we don't get from YouTube. Don't get me wrong. Miss Rachel has been huge in our, in our lives and in our family. And you should watch Miss Rachel if you have a little one, um, in my opinion, uh, if it resonates with you. But uh, mm-hmm. that's the thing that I think is a little different. And it's a little more music based. So like we do talk about like, what is a note? And a note has a head. And this is your head. Where's your head? Mm-hmm. Right? And this, the head is also what shape? And we talk about shapes. Mm-hmm. The head of a note is a circle. Well, actually, it's an oval. Can we try to say oval? And then it has a stem. What else has a stem? It smells good. A flower. A flower has a stem, you know, and that's the shape of a line. So we try to do a little bit more on the emphasis of music rather than just, not just, but uh, focusing more on um, this book or this word um, or up and down. We do try to uh, implement those things as well. But um it's a little music heavy. Mm-hmm. So that's the journey right now, lovely. Yeah. I was wondering, um, as parents, as you know, w- when we go to get our child involved in something, especially when they're very young, yes, um, you know, before like grade school has started or anything like that and, and all of the soccer and all that stuff yeah, starts yeah, to begin, when we get them signed up for something, it's because we are looking – for something for them, for their development, but we're also looking to answer a parental anxiety within ourselves, something that's saying, I'm not doing enough as a mom, or my child should be doing this, and I'm worried, and, yes. you know, this may be the answer to it. Um, right. What would you say, or how would you describe uh, what your class answers for, right. you know, a parent right now? First of all, that's so relatable. And yes, my child's in swim for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm an active human being. I have like no sport in my life. Um, so now he's she's in swim. Um, because what am I providing for her in that area? So yes. Yeah. Brilliant question. So I think um I guess I guess overall, I'll do overall first. Um, a little bit more of what we were talking about earlier that music helps with 
cognitive development, mm-hmm. um, emotionally, uh, physically, creatively, in person, socially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all have memories connected to music. I remember um, a Barney towel and a tea set with my grandma and her playing what I now know is jazz that mm. I didn't know. And the first time I ever heard thought about you, I took a trip on a train and I thought about you was with her on a tea towel. Mm. I must've been two or three, but I have that song came on as an adult trying to hang with amazing jazz players in San Diego. I was like, oh, I know that song. <laughs> and I remembered it with my grandma. And so I think these classes, since it's not a drop-off situation, I don't, right. they could if, if that's what would really feed them. But it's a you and your person, your mini and you, whatever that relationship is. And that's one of the things too. I don't love this mommy and me part of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's the person in your world. Right. Um, are creating a really core memory. Mm-hmm. You remember, I remember that she took the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And thinking how rad that was that she was down on the ground with a towel and a tea set, but she still had her thing going on with that music. And I had that sensory. So I think not only is it really helping with speech, helping with an internal rhythm of physicality, a way that they can uh, regulate emotions. They can meet other children of various different growth. They can learn from somebody who's bigger than them and the big boy in the class. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, They have another human that they know loves and cares about them. That's an adult that they can always go to. Um, but they're also uh, getting this core memory with their person yeah, connected to something that's really intrinsic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's vibrational, goes through your whole body. Um, there's words for sure. There's tonal quality. There's all these different things, but there's like a vibrational thing, like hippie guru moment that like goes through your whole body. Like I remember my first concert. I remember, you know, we have, we can't help but store memories connected to music. And uh, for 30 minutes of your day, like you're creating a really core memory for this little in your life. Yeah. I can really see the the value of you're also really creating connection and a way for parents or like you said, the the big in their life, (laughs) the big in their life to – communicate with them on a different level other than, you know, I'm the adult, you're the child, I do the teaching. Right. Uh, but this kind of is just a completely different set of tools to make that connection. And, you know, um, as moms or any adult, you know, in a child's life, a lot of it is just serving them, serving them, fulfilling totally. the quests. And, and, and you know, that's the weeks too. Sometimes it's weeks of like, you and I need to break from each other. So we're going to go to this other person who's going to kind of run yeah. experience for us, for sure. Exactly. For sure. But when you're connecting on a level of music and creativity like that, it's, there's a much, it's much more intimate. It's a, you, you really see a different dimension of your child and your child sees a different dimension of you. And um, I think it's a really, really wonderful thing to um, put this together. I think it's, it's so smart and it's so smart that you have leaned into your natural gifts and strengths and Mm -hmm. this chapter of your life to just say, you know, this is where I'm at. And I, I know, you know, who I am as a parent, I know who I am as a musician and singer yeah. and everything. And, and this is, this is the, this is what I have to like, you know, gift to the universe. And I love that you're doing it. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I, so, I so appreciate it. I think um, one last little bit, cause I know we probably need to wrap up one last little bit. Another part that's also fun and healing and empowering is sometimes when you look at these older songs that are sing songs for bubs, Mm -hmm. you go like, 
mm, I don't know if I love what's being said here right now. Um, like, if you ever have like, Ray, uh, what is it? Um, the old man is snoring, bumped his head. That whole song is so dark. <laughs> yeah, so, so funny. Dark. Really? <laughs> I'm like, so we're, first of all, we're just vetoing that song. Is what I feel. Like. We're just not doing that song. But there's like the wheels on the bus song. Mm-hmm. The mama is like, be quiet. And mm-hmm. the dad is like, I love you. Mm-hmm. And the driver is, move on back. Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. what's happening? <laughs> Rosa Parks vibes. Um, like, I've rewritten some of those words so mm-hmm. that we can have our bubs hear a little bit more of an updated version of life. Mama yeah. kisses. Dada says, mm-hmm. or, uh, the driver says, hello, friends. Uh, Fly Me to the Moon is like their introdu- introduction to jazz, but it's all like planet and space themed now. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that. So I feel like that too is one of those uh, I've heard from other parents before. Like we don't really like to sing that song because like it seems mean or it doesn't seem nice or like it's uh, like awkward to sing or we don't have a mama in our house. Like mm-hmm. what the heck? I'm like, let's tailor the words just for your family. Perfection. I'm going to send you over some lyrics. That's going to be exactly Derek says, daddy Derek says, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's another part that I'm just so obsessed with. Tell me about your family. We're rewriting the words. Here are the lyrics for your song so that you can do it at home too. Oh, yeah. The ind- individualization of of that is really wonderful. So in a nutshell, Penelope's Melodies, it's a program for littles six months through whatever. Easy, easily five. Yeah, five years old. Group, a group. um a group program where you are fostering connection and creativity and uh, just a way for uh, the bigs in the littles lives to learn to um, communicate with them through music and, uh, and a lot of quite a lot of other things that, you know, are connected through that. But um, that is beautiful. And uh, for those who'd like to check it out, where do you suggest they go? Yes. So the best way is to either email Penelope's Melodies at gmail.com. That's any questions, any details, any anything that you have for me. I'd be happy to communicate with you that way. The other thing is we're on both uh, Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Instagram right now, have my Instagram friends at Penelope's Melodies as well. Uh, you can DM me on there. Uh, I don't have an official website yet. I'm not sure where this journey is going. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just on social media at the moment uh, mm-hmm. and Gmail. And um, yes. Wonderful. (laughs) I will make sure that all of those links are in the comments. Um, I just, I'm so proud of where you're at in your journey. And I want to, I want to wrap things up by asking, you know, my final question that I do, but um, I, again, really want to acknowledge just how wonderful it's been to like witness, you know, where you've come from to where you are at, you know, you've always been such a heartfelt, successful individual, whether it's on stage or off stage or, you know, um, you know, taking care of your child. And that's just something I think that is just naturally ingrained in you. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I, I love that you're just using those, your natural gifts, um, to keep it going and, and that you've just so like gracefully grown with every chapter that's unfolded. Some of us don't do it so gracefully. So you've got to really give yourself so much credit for that. You know, motherhood is, um, motherhood is a trip and (laughs) you you wear it so well. And and I really, I admire you and, and, um, it's, and, you know, watching you post your videos with your daughter and she's a doll, but so. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want that to get washed over. That was a lot of beautiful things to say and I really appreciate it. And sometimes I go, I don't know if I'm being lame and I've given up everything and I'm being a, you know, so thank you for that. That was a really big gift. I appreciate yeah. you. It's hard. It's hard to keep this thing going because it does. It looks, it looks just crazy different at every turn, but you have, um, you've made it there and you've overcome those. So my final question to you is what makes you unstoppable? Girl. <laughs> that's hard. 
I think um, what makes me unstoppable, Angel, I will go with there's nothing that I would not do um, to try to show up to be enough for Penelope. Mm -hmm. Um, She's magic. And so I try to show up every day in a way that is going to serve her. Um, And that drive, I think, is unstoppable. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You heard it. The heart of a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love you, Tippy. I'm so glad we we got to catch up and chat. And let's not let a few more years go by before we do this again. I know. I know you've been busy. You've got got a lot going on. You've been busy working incredible creative singing mama Hawaii all of the things yeah well you know I I was in I was in I feel like it was just yesterday that I was in the chapter that you were at with the age of of my daughters and everything but you're gonna see it's just it's mind-blowing how you constantly are turning these corners into a new stage just when you think you've got everything figured out so I'm I'm in a different you know, phase now with my daughters being the age they are. So I, I have that, um, I have a new level of independence in my life, you know, where I can pursue those things. And that just, that it's not reasonable to do certain things like that when you don't have that level of independence. And a level to motivate and inspire them as well. Yeah. As you're doing. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for giving us your time tonight. I know as a mom, your time is, you're always on borrowed time. So I appreciate this hour, this slice of your life. And um, we will keep watching. Um, what's the best Instagram handle for you? I'm, I think you already said it, but I say know, it one more time. It's so confusing because I have 475 of them, but let's just today, let's sit on Penelope's Melodies. Wonderful. Okay. Well, make sure you go and follow her and check out her new program and just see how things unfold down the line for you. But anybody from here, free first lesson. Anybody hey. from here, hey, the unstoppable singer, free first lesson. I love it. Thank you yeah. for that. Of course. All right. Well, good night to everybody. We'll see you back here next week with another amazing singer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. If you love this conversation as much as I did and would like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with The Unstoppable Singer and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me on Instagram at Unstoppable Singer. And while you're there, please share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Unstoppable Singer. Once again, I'm Danielle Tucker, a professional singer and vocal coach. I've spent the last 25 years crafting a successful career for myself in the music industry and showing other aspiring singers how to do the same. The world needs your voice now more than ever. So get out there and create an unstoppable career.